your news as it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens, local, regional, and global, only on Q95, the big station, Q95DA.com, right on Q. This is the Midday News for Monday, September 19, and the headlines. Kalinago bus drivers blocked a road in the community of Sinaku over dissatisfaction with the dilapidated conditions and large potholes during ongoing repairs and which are damaging their vehicles every day. Antigua's port manager reveals the U.S. $90 million Chinese-funded port redevelopment project is now complete after delays for several years. And President Biden met family members of WNBA star Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan at the White House Friday while both of them remain jailed in Russia amid a prisoner exchange stalemate with Russia. The news is brought to you. Compliments, Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. Start fresh with the cash you need with a loan of up to $20,000 from Courts Ready Cash and get a reduced interest rate with your salary deduction. Plus, pay nothing down for 60 days. Enjoy same-day approval, flexible repayment terms, and hassle-free service. Start fresh with the cash you need today. It's easy to apply and no deposit it is required. Visit your nearest courts or courts ready cash location or apply online at www.readyfinancecaribbean.com. Ask about our payment protection plan. Contact us today to start fresh with the cash you need. Courts ready cash. We are ready when you are. Terms and conditions apply. Let's reunite from October 20th to 30th, 2022. Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Crayon Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festivals. Dominica's World Crayon Music Festival. Celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 28th to 30th. Kalinago bus drivers blocked a road in the community of Siniku over dissatisfaction over dilapidated conditions of roads, which is currently undergoing repairs and has large puddles, which they have to maneuver and endure while driving on that road every day. The bus drivers, passengers, some community members all made their voices heard and demanding that the road's surface be sacrificed on a daily basis so as reduced the damages that have been incurred by their vehicles. The ongoing road repair works are to cover a seven-kilometer stretch from Casa Bruce to the Kalinago Territory. Speaking to the site manager, the protesters made clear the demands and were assured that greater efforts will be made to fix the road surfaces and ensure that the road repair project would be completed in a timely manner. We, the, when we do a, a road, there's always inconvenience for, for the... Yes, the, there's always inconvenience, but it could be done better than that. Look, the, 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 the rain did, doesn't help. And we are doing our best, okay? We are, we are increasing the, the, the work. That's okay? why if you had employed Dominican, you would get the... And we have I a lot... that when you can look on, when you can work. We have a lot of foreigners. Another observation. Out of our It's not a lot. We have, we have a lot cash. of Kalinago people and Casobrus people. Yeah, we have a lot. Yeah, I know a lot. At $6 an hour. No, that's not true. This can be done better than that. So we want to hear you. If it's every two weeks or every weekend, you can give us a resurface. We want to know that because if not, we, it will be a continuous thing. I'm telling you that straight up. Next blockage, it will be trees, no, not, not before car. you block, you'd call me and we talk. I'm here. I'm here to talk. 
Yeah. I'm not running. All you need to see our, pa our parents and our chief. All you need to colleague. Okay. Yeah, all you need to colleague. <laughs> so I'm here you, every I can day. can work for anything. I can work for free. We can, we Just can. to see the work moving on. We can work. Yeah. We can work together. Don't worry. No problem. Can I pass this with the operators? Yeah. Once you start in our road, we're letting you pass. Okay. Every two weeks, right? Every two, three weeks, you will pass it. Oh, not three. Two. Every two weeks. That depends how the road is. Okay. Yes. If the road is not bad, after two weeks, you pass it after three. Okay. And I'm always available for you. Okay. You we respect me that. And we talk. As we say, it don't okay? make no sense. Okay. But before you 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 walk the road. Rosa North constituency MP Daniel Lugay stated that the Electoral Office has the authority to update the registered list of voters and dispense voter identification cards in accordance with current law. Lugay does not believe in waiting on Sir Dennis Byron to address electoral reform problems. He was speaking on the Workers' Voice program last week. The Electoral Office, under existing law, has the authority and has the wherewithal to cleanse the list to issue voter ID cards. So this head red herring about waiting on a report from Dennis Byron, I do not subscribe to that at all. Yes, there can be improvement to the electoral laws. For example, to deal with um, the whole funding of campaigns, campaign funding, campaign finance. But what I'm saying is the basic, there are certain basics like cleansing the list, Voter ID cards, which the electoral officer, chief elections officer, can go right ahead with. Um, and I want to say to the chief elections officer, sir, you have the authority. Your position is protected by law. You have not to be afraid to do what your, your job is. Okay, you have a job description. You have laws protecting you. You should go right ahead with ensuring that you do your job. And I will never be an advocate for violence in Dominica. But I think we need to put some pressure on the commissioners who are sitting there, who, in my opinion, some of them, there's a conflict of interest. I always wonder why we always have a chairman of the electoral commission who is a passport agent, you know? that I see that as blatant conflict of interest. And his colleagues as well. Mm -hmm. yeah? And he has other colleagues yeah. who are passport agents. And, you know, sometimes I wonder if that's not the reason why we can't get electoral reform in the Commonwealth of Dominica. And we need to put some pressure on them. It's either you resign from the position or deliver electoral reform to us. Rosa North MP Daniel Lugay. Country manager for Rubis, Dominica Nicholson Dodds, has confirmed that every employee has received letters signaling termination. Rubis suspended fuel sales to the general public September 15. He says if its requests for sustainable fuel rates are not met by the government, it will be severing ties with the employees by September 30, 2022. The company claims that since it entered the Dominica market, it has been operating at great losses. Dodds was speaking in an interview with state-owned DBS Radio. Uh, directly employed with Rubis, we have, uh, I think, some 10 employees. But bear in mind, there's also going to be a domino effect because we have employees at the service station that are not directly employed with Rubis, but they are employed through the retailers. So it will have an effect on those also. And also other persons that do business with us, like uh, contractors, a security company, for example, mechanics, just to give you an idea. And there are several of those. So... It will affect contractors also. It's nothing will make me happier 
than if we can get a meaningful and timely resolution to this. As you can see, the employees we here, like I told you, just about 10 of us who work from this location. So we are, we are family. We are family. No joy in this for me to tell someone that they have to go home. It's painful, to put it in layman terms. What I'd like to see happen, I really pray to God that uh, we can meet at the table. Country Manager for Rubis, Dominica Nicholson-Dodds. Minister for Education Octavia Alford announced the outstanding students of the CSEC exams Monday. 17-year-old Portsmouth secondary student Carlissa George copped 14 ones in the 2022 CSEC exams. Austin King of Arthur Waldron SDA was close behind with 13 ones. Jacinta Grant, 9 ones. Corel Joseph, 9 ones. Sasha Maxwell, 9 ones. Gabriella Napoleus Akana, 9 ones. Adola Xavier, 9 ones. JL Laura, 8 ones. Megan Mendes, 8 ones. Kimani Cobet, 7 ones. Romina Joseph, 7 ones. Zana Joseph, 7 ones. Jada Francis, 6 ones. Michaela's Louis, six ones. Lynette Rodriguez Toledo, six ones. Farah Roye, six ones. Kayleen Schillingford, six ones. Dominica Grammar School, Kessia Cadet, six ones. Portsmouth Secondary School, Kalisa George, 14 ones. Chavis Alcide, 10 ones. Serena Matthew, 10 ones. Jedlin Ferrell, 9 ones. Take care, Robin, 8 ones. Joy and George, six ones. And Ken George, six ones. St. Mary's Academy, Marcellus Lee, ten ones. Cameron Philip, eight ones. Amani Francis, eight ones. Northeast Comprehensive School, Kiara Marcel, nine ones. Arthur Waldron, SDA Academy, Austin King, 13 ones. Delon Fountain, 11 ones. Felicia Jack, 9 ones. Isaiah Thomas Secondary School, Alton Bello, 7 ones. Sasha Liana Jean Louis, 6 ones. Cassibur Secondary, Lily Lou, Lucian, 7 ones. And Kayla Scotland, six ones. Orion Academy, Regine Charles, seven ones. St. John's Academy, Kedin Lawrence, eight ones. And Academic School of Learning, Likeni Lawoj, nine ones. Education Minister Octavia Alfred. 
Associate Professor of Psychology Dr. Simone Mathieu is adamant that there has been a rush to judgment on the actions of Dominica's police force. She contends that it all comes to the existence of a trusting connection between the police and the people, which enables them to correctly assess things in some circumstances by taking a step back. I do agree that sometimes there's a rush to judgment in terms of the behavior of the police department. But I think at the end of the day, it boils down to trust. Because I think if there's a trusting relationship between the citizens and the police, then we are more apt to say, well, you know what, let us take a step back like you encouraged us to do. And let us talk to the other detectives, the other police officers, the other eyewitness that may have been there. But we seem to have a history in Dominica where the police just never reports back to us. So, so we never even have the opportunity to get a statement to say, well, we're looking into it. We're not going to rush to judgment like you recommended. But there's just always seems to be silence. Dr. Simone Mathieu. Culture Minister Rosalind Paul announces that the Arak House of Culture is set to reopen its doors during the course of this year. Paul stated that a number of key parts have arrived and are now being cleared at the port and there is not much work left to be done. She stated that progress was held back due to shipping delays, but everything is now on stream. Arak House of Culture, um, we, we imported all the ceiling tiles. They took some time to be here and they've now been cleared. So we expect um, works to continue in terms of the ceiling tiles shortly. Um, it's not much more work to be done, but it took some time for us to get uh, the ceiling tiles going. So um, work will progress smoothly afterwards. Independence season is here. We're in September, so um, we will continue work, but I don't think it will be ready for the independence season. Yes, most of the work was done as, you know, it's a building where we have to songproof. Um, so it required a lot of meticulous works for the cladding, which took a lot of time because it's, it's like a handcrafting. So it's not a building like other buildings. It, it's a theater, you have to songproof. And um, much of the work, it looks like not much, but a lot of it had to be um, time consuming and so on. Everything is on stream for it to be complete. It, the inside, we had to rebuild everything. Culture Minister Rosalind Paul. The 41st annual Kalinago Week is taking place September 16 to 24. This year's theme is focused on building resilience through the Kalinago heritage, pride in its people and strength within the community. Filled with cultural traditions, Kalinago Week seeks to highlight the resilience of one of the last surviving indigenous peoples in the world. The week historically falls during the month of September, the same time the 1930 Kalinago uprising occurred. Kalinago Week pays homage to the resistance against invasions from Leeward Island law enforcers who attempted to halt their local and traditional trade with neighboring countries. The Kalinago community is thrilled to present our 41st annual Kalinago Week, said Prosper Paris, cultural officer in the Ministry of Environment, Rural Modernization and Kalinago Upliftment. We are especially excited to present our traditional cuisines, language, dances, games and cultural practices to those who have yet to experience Dominica's first people.
and 37 students from 10 secondary schools and one private school have obtained six or more grade ones in the 2022 CSEC exams based on preliminary results. The performance of the students and the educational system is shown by the latest test results, according to Chief Education Officer Dr. Jeffrey Blaise. He observes that despite difficulties, both students and facilitators kept up their high standards. This examination result provides us with an indication of the performance of our students, but more so the performance of the education system. It's one of the indicators of system output because it invariably tells us how our students have been performing and by extension, how our schools have been performing, teachers have been performing and how the system has been performing. We are delighted, as we do every year, to inform you that our students continue to excel, notwithstanding all the challenges that they face regionally, and I speak here of challenges like the COVID pandemic. Dr. Blaise noted that boys have performed exceptionally well in the exams this year, despite the fact that we routinely talk about a gender gap in the educational institutions. They conclude from this observation that the gap has been significantly shrinking at the secondary education level. This year we have recognized that our boys have been performing comparatively well when we look at the subjects which they wrote. Our boys have performed comparable in about half of the subjects, and that is excellent. After we speak of a gender gap in performance, um, there is still the gender gap, but we are, we are heartened that it is, it is narrowing significantly, even at the secondary level. In other news this afternoon, the redevelopment work at Antigua's main seaport has been completed. This is according to port manager Darwin Telemark, who made the revelation on state media on the weekend. This is welcome news for many, as the U.S. $90 million redevelopment project has been delayed for several years of the biggest issue being the COVID-19 pandemic. In January 2018, the Antigua and Barbuda government awarded a U.S. $90 million contract to the China Civil Engineering Construction Corporation to construct a cargo port and cruise ship harbor. Offices were also built to house the Customs and Excise Division, Plant Protection Unit, Immigration, and other services that customers accessing the ports would generally have to journey to St. John's for and then return to the deep water harbor. And President Biden met at the White House on Friday with family members of WNBA star Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan, both of whom remain jailed in Russia. This was the first in-person encounter between Mr. Biden and the families and happened amid unsuccessful efforts to date to secure the Americans' release. Christina Ruffini has the latest. You know, there were no cameras, but this was the first meeting for the family of Paul Whelan and the president. Now, Paul has been detained in Russia for almost four years. In a statement after the meetings, the White House said the conditions of these Americans being detained is intolerable and that the president told these families when it comes to their loved ones, every minute they're being held is a minute too long. No While the two Americans endure another day in diplomatic limbo. We want these two individuals home, back where they belong with their families. They should be there already. The Biden administration says it's doing what it can to negotiate the release of basketball star Brittany Griner and former Marine Paul Whelan from Russian prisons. Sources tell CBS News that includes offering a prisoner swap for a notorious Russian arms dealer, Victor Boot, currently in U.S. custody. We have made a serious offer um, to get 
Brittany Griner and Paul Whalen back home, the Russians have not responded to that offer. But that doesn't mean that, that, that we're not still in negotiations and we're not still trying. A third American, Trevor Reed, was released in a prisoner swap in April after nearly a thousand days in Russian prisons. The detention facility where uh, Brittany Griner is being held is probably going to be significantly better than the forced labor camp where Paul is currently being held. Earlier this week on CBS Mornings, he shared a message for Whelan and Griner. The highest levels of the U.S. government are, are attempting to get you out, so, so keep the faith. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said yesterday bringing wrongly detained Americans home in Russia or anywhere around the world is a top priority. Just because we don't say something or you don't see something doesn't mean it's not happening. So we are working on it. Also complicating matters, the U.S. doesn't currently have an ambassador to Russia. The man who was there, long-serving diplomat, who was actually a holdover from the Trump administration, had to come back due to the sudden death of his wife. So whoever the U.S. administration chooses as their next candidate, they have to submit those credentials to the government in Moscow. And as you might imagine, Michelle, bureaucratic delays are likely to ensue. And that's the midday news, but first a recap of our headlines. Kalanago bus drivers blocked a road in the community of Sinico over dissatisfaction with the dilapidated conditions and large potholes during ongoing repairs. Antigua's port manager reveals the U.S. $90 million Chinese-funded port redevelopment project is now complete. And President Biden met family members of WNBA star Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan at the White House Friday, while both of them remained jailed in Russia amid a prisoner exchange stalemate. The news is brought to you compliments, Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. I am Kimberly Benjamin.